The Koi Geek Pod returns for its third season. I knew that we had this much to talk about. Thing is, with Emma, I totally respect what she says, and if she said that I had a stinking game, I probably did. You just have to accept it. Subscribe to The Koi Geek Pod on the Off the Ball app now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with news of Ireland's joint bid for Euro 2028. Turkey have withdrawn from the bidding process to host the tournament, which means Ireland's bid with the UK will be ratified unopposed next Tuesday by UEFA. Turkey have teamed up with Italy to host the tournament in 2032, leaving just one bid now to host the 2028 edition. The Aviva Stadium and Caveston Park, which is yet to be built, are listed among 10 confirmed venues for the combined Irish and UK bid. The FAI released a statement earlier on to say they're looking forward to presenting their bid to UEFA in Switzerland next Tuesday. The association say the tournament will deliver last legacies across the whole of Ireland. Last year, the government projected the economic benefit would be more than €350 million. The other eight stadiums are Wembley, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the Etihad, Everton's new Bramley Moor Dock Stadium, Villa Park and St James's Park, then Hamden Park in Scotland and the Cardiff National Stadium in Wales. There's a possibility there may be no spots allotted to hosts with all five required to qualify. Manchester United's dismal start of the season continued last night with a 3-2 defeat to Galatasaray in the Champions League. Leaves United bottom of Group A with no points from two games. United were ahead twice in the game through Rasmus Hoyland, whose performance was one of the few positives. Casemiro was sent off United in the second half when he conceded a penalty, which was missed by Mauro Icardi in the 78th minute. But three minutes later, the Argentines scored the winner. Wilfred Zaha was also in target against his former club. United boss Eric Ten Hag believes they can turn things around after six defeats from ten games in all competitions this season. Yeah, last season uh, oh, uh, went brilliant, terrific, and more than we could expect. But also when we went in this project, we knew uh, that there will be uh, will be coming caps. And in this moment, we are a very difficult period, and as everyone is seeing. But yeah, we come out together, and we are fighting together, and we are stick together. And we are behind each other, and that is uh, me, the, uh, the directors, uh, the team. Uh, all together uh, we will fight and um, this is not us uh, we know we have to do better and in togetherness we will come out Andy Mitten from United We Stand was on off the ball breakfast to look back on the match Eric Ten Hag won the League Cup and finished third in his first season in charge last season and Andy says it's not the first time things have started well for a United manager he also talked about the pattern developing in their recent losses United's are starting well. They're starting well in, in Munich against Bayern Munich away. It, it's getting to that first 20 minutes and then something happens, usually a goal's conceded, and everything changes and you can feel the tension in the stadium. There was no Red Army section last night. That was missed inside Old Trafford, especially because the Galatasaray fans were, were so loud. Not sure whether some players would notice that, but I did because it feeds into the overall atmosphere. And it's one of doom that prevails and that goes into deeper issues about the ownership of the club, the uncertainty about what is happening next. But it's also a rinse and repeat cycle. Managers come in with very high reputations, do well for a time, maybe even win a cup, go on, go on good runs, and then it all implodes. And we've seen it with Jose Mourinho, with, with Lou Van Gaal, with, with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And we're seeing it now with Eric Ten Hag. I mean, he's, he's a top manager. Bayern Munich came from behind to win 2-1 away to Copenhagen to move on to six points in the group. Galatasaray have four. Copenhagen have one. 
Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta admits his side are sweating on the fitness of Bukayo Saka ahead of Sunday's big Premier League clash with champions Manchester City. The England winger came off on last night's 2-1 loss away to Lens, a result that moved the French club onto four points in the group, one ahead of Arsenal. Arteta says they paid the price for not taking their chances. The difference between today and PSV is clear. Uh, the difference was in the boxes. We have four or five big chances. We then put them away and uh, we then defend the boxes well enough. PSV and Sevilla drew two all in the other game in the group. Among the other matches last night, Jude Bellingham scored yet again for Real Madrid, who won 3-2 away to Napoli. Eight goals and nine games for Bellingham since his move to Real. He also set up the first goal for Vinicius Jr. Newcastle played their first home game in the Champions League for 20 years tonight. They face French champions PSG at St. James's Park in Group F. Newcastle boss Eddie House has PSG of several quality players, so it's not just about Kylian Mbappe. I never think it's down to one player or I don't believe in that way of, of playing man-to-man marking. That, that, that won't happen. It'll be, it'll be around our team structures and making sure we do a really good job in our units to nullify space. And fingers crossed we can do that and yeah, keep probably the best player in the world at the moment quiet. Manchester City will look to make it two wins from two in Group G. The holders are away to Orby Leipzig. Pep Guardiola's side have lost their last two games, one in the League Cup and one in the Premier League. Celtic who lost their opening match in Group E are at home to Lazio. All those games I mentioned are off at eight. Burnley secured their first Premier League win of the season last night. Vincent Company side beat Luton Town 2-1 at Kenilworth Road. Jacob Run Larson scored the winning goal for the away side and company says the win has been coming. I'm one of the guys that doesn't go massive highs or massive lows in these moments. Just believe, keep going. We knew we, knew we, we can get results um, and we've had performances in four or five consecutive games. The audio that led to Luis Diaz's goal being wrongly disallowed by VAR in Liverpool's defeat at Tottenham was released publicly by the Professional Game Match Officials Limited. In the recording published on the Premier League website, VAR Darren England swears twice upon being told of his mistake. Diaz was incorrectly flagged for offside on the field in the first half of Liverpool's 2-1 defeat at Tottenham, a decision which wasn't overruled by Darren England and his assistant Dan Cook. Liverpool asked for a recording of what happened and the PGMOL released the audio yesterday to show how the wrong call was made. The referee's body said Darren England lost sight of the on-field decision due to a lapse of concentration and a loss of focus. Check complete, check complete. It's fine, perfect. Thank you, mate. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The on-field decision was offside. Are you you happy with this? Yeah. Are you happy with this? Offside decision is a goal. Yeah. That's that's what it does. What? On-field decision was offside. Are you happy with this image? Yeah, it's onside. The image we gave you is onside. He's played, he's gone offside. Delay, delay, delay. They're only saying to delay. Only saying to delay. Pardon? Oddly's calling in to say delay the game to to complete the yeah. decision is also Oddly's saying to delay. Oddly's saying to delay. Ollie? Yeah. Delay the game. To delay the game. Stop the yeah, game. They've restarted Nothing the game. The yeah, they've restarted. Yeah. Can't do anything. No. I can't do anything. I can't right, do anything. Man. Ipswich moved back to the top of the championship last night with a 3-0 win over Hull. West Brom are up to fifth. 
They beat Sheffield Wednesday 1-0. Sheffield Wednesday are still yet to win in the league this season. Also wins for Birmingham, Middlesbrough, Millwall and Southampton. Southampton beat Stoke 1-0, a first clean sheet of the season for Ireland goalkeeper Gavin Bazunu. More action tonight with six games. Second place Leicester can go back to the top if they avoid defeat at home to third place Preston. West Ham teenage striker Callum Marshall and on loan Norwich City left-back Jamal Lewis have returned to the Northern Ireland squad for their upcoming European qualifiers. But Stuart Dallas, Corey Evans, Shane Ferguson and captain Stephen Davis all remain out injured. Northern Ireland have two home qualifiers in Group H this month at Windsor Park. That is against bottom side San Marino and against Slovenia. Michael O'Neill's side have just three points from their opening six matches. Scotland will be without Kieran Tierney for this month's qualifier in Spain as well as the friendly against France. The unknown Arsenal left-back came off during the first half of Real Sociedad's 3-0 derby win over Athletic Bilbao on Saturday. Newcastle's Elliot Anderson is not included after briefly training with the squad for last month's games. A win or a draw for Scotland in Spain would mean they'd qualify for next summer's finals in Germany. And Wales will have to do without captain Aaron Ramsey for this month's Euro qualifier against Croatia due to a knee injury. The 32-year-old may require surgery after injuring his right knee in training with Cardiff. Tottenham's Brennan Johnson also misses out through injury, while Charlie Savage and Owen Beck earned their first senior call-ups. Johnson was injured during last month's North London derby, but it's not believed to be serious. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.